I feel I feel so bad. It's hard to remember. There's so many podcasts. It's hard to remember the name. It's true. Every I did impulsive once, and it was you great. did no dumbass. Oh, I thought you did, bro. I would have been like, whoa, this <laughs> no, is probably so crappy. You think I'm poppin' enough? To well, do impulsive? dude, he's done so many. Dude, I trust me. I'm the most true, gullible true. person in the, the world. The minute the minute I get like a star role in a series, I'm gonna <laughs> text Logan Paul and be like, put me on impulsive. I'm ready. Absolutely. He's never done an actor, so dude. Like, really? In. I'll, I'll be the actor on it. Dude, F yeah, bro. <laughs> exactly, Dude, speak life upon yourself. I have to book something first. I'm excited about this because, yeah. bro, we've, how long, you were going to mention this. No, before. I was before we started. I haven't mentioned it. <laughs> this guy's a flaker. I'll mention it. This guy's a flaker. What are you doing? Oh my God. That's what you're going to come in with? You're going to call kidding. me a flaker? Just Here's kidding, what dude. happened, everybody. Okay. We have been trying to do a podcast together yeah. for about like six months. Yeah. Something no, like no, dude. Longer? Longer for sure, dude. <laughs> this guy, this guy, every time the day comes, every time, let me, dude, I'm going to put you on blast right now. Every time the day comes, I'm just like, if Christian will text me, hey, I want to do the podcast. I'm like, all right, cool. What day? He gives me the day. The day comes, I'm like, it's not happening. So I don't even stress out about like setting up or anything because no I was just like, dude, way. he's not going to show up. No way. <laughs> don't feel bad about it either. Uh, but today. It I, was twice that happened. No. It's yes, been it was. three times. It was twice. It twice? was twice. Really? It was two times. Was when was the times. first time? Because we were going to do. And it's there's always a good reason for it. Shut it's never up. it's never like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, God, oh, I have to spend the afternoon that's with how, Sebastian. That's how no I things. feel. <laughs> I'm sick. No, it's the first the first time because because you didn't have this outrageously nice oh, setup. Oh, so I had to get a nice setup for you to show up. <laughs> no, what? it's because you didn't have a setup and you were doing it in houses. Yeah, and you were like, let me come to your house yeah. and film a podcast. But you like like I have a famous brother, yeah, bro, who's yeah. in a boy band and yeah. has responsibilities <laughs> and stuff he has to do. And especially because like this was this was a while ago before stuff started to open up. Yeah, of COVID. A hundred percent. This was when why don't we filmed all their content mm -hmm. in our house? Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, let's do a podcast that day. And then I wake up in the morning, go outside, and there's like like nine people in my house there's the touring <laughs> manager the manager the the whole band yeah. and then their marketing team and one of the some other guy and their stylist and i was like hey seb we can't do the podcast today there's a lot of people in my house you know what i'm gonna let you make these false excuses up these are real excuses <laughs> this is what happened no i'm joking look at why don't we's content all of it's filmed in my house what do you know i just want to let you know i cried yesterday when you canceled on me okay and see i I'm joking. I had an hour, like I had a day to do it. No, I'm joking, dude. I'm joking. I had to memorize lines. <laughs> I really didn't. I had two of them. Well, but no. I had to have someone. <laughs> I, I was stressing that. This day. guy tells me, wait, <laughs> I'm going to put you on blast right now. This guy tells me, why? I have to shoot an NCIS audition. I was like, all right, yeah, dude. Chase, like, do what you got to do. Chase your goals, chase your dreams. This is a city about, you know, taking your opportunities, and an opportunity shows up. Thank Go for it. Thank you. About 
30 minutes after he texted me that, I see his story hanging out with like other people. And I was like, what the? Oh, you mean I was at the gym <laughs> yeah. working out, which is also part of my job? Yeah, I agree. So. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyways, bro. No, that was that actually stressed me out. Really? A shit ton. Because when you, when you have an audition, mm-hmm. you need a reader to be behind the camera yeah. reading for you. And like readers are really important because... Yeah. If you get someone who's brain dead and like, <laughs> just run. Okay, everybody, here's what we're going to do today. You stop talking like, Dang. then it's like, you can't act off of that. And no. I'm like, I've had, I won't put any names out there, but I've had friends of mine who read like that. Really? Yes. And it's like, or, or there's a lot of people who just like, I, the main thing and like an actor yeah. first has to overcome is just comfortability behind a camera really or in front of a camera or like really in any situation yeah because when you get lines and when you're told what to say Mm -hmm. you lose naturalism and you think you need to push it and you need to do more and you need so they're like listen up soldier (laughs) sorry today today you you will be doing then that don't talk and it's like (laughs) They just, it's like either robotic or just yeah. way too much. And it's like the, it, there's no comfortability or realism to Bro. it. So when you're reading against that, you're like, <laughs> you're like in shock, dude. <laughs> it's like, how, like, how do you respond to someone who's not real? I know, um, dude. I so, so I have like, I have like f- maybe five readers on retainer, like three of which. Like are, you recycle through them? Yeah. Three of which are actors. I have Kevin. I have David. I have an actress friend, Laura, Kian. who always helps me out. I have Kian. I have uh, Ryan. Um, Dang, dude. You got a whole yeah, arsenal. It, and because a day like yesterday, yeah. I get an NCIS rush tape. So I'm like, Laura, are you free? And she's like, no, I'm working. Kevin, are you free? No, I'm filming Dang. some videos. David, are you free? No, I have like a meeting and I have this and this and this. So and those this. people behind the camera who are reading to you yeah. are necessary also. Completely. Because completely. are people, when you send in that audition, are people also judging off what that person is no, reading or no, no, they're not. They like the person behind the camera yeah. doesn't get judged at all. And and honestly, sometimes it's nice to read with someone who is completely flat. Yeah. Because if you can act against someone mm-hmm. who's completely flat, you can act against anyone. Wow. Dude. Um, but for me, it's really important to have someone who knows what they're doing behind the camera mm-hmm. because like I, I'm as an actor. Yeah. One of my one of my professors said this once and I've always had fun with it. It's like. He said, your job is to give the other person in the scene something different and something to go off of. Dang. And so when you read lines and stuff like that, there's like this energy of like, I'm going to throw you off on some of this. And so and so if if it's like an angry scene and you're like, and you're yelling at each other and then you come in and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) well, how about that over there? And then it's like it's like now this person has the challenge of like. I'm mad at you and you're trying to make a fucking joke, which then wow. which then creates this tension in the scene and it creates something different than Dang. just we are going to be mad at each other. Or if you say something that's like, and now I'm confused about it, and I, then, it's, then it's you now have to act against confusion and stuff like that. So when you have someone behind the camera who throws stuff that's completely left field at you, yeah. then you get the gift of doing the extra work to, to Dang, work against that bro. and stuff like that. So is like having someone talented behind the camera 
is really, really beneficial. important and beneficial to you because it they make you look better. Damn. And that's like that's the job of a scene partner. It's like what can I do to make you look better? Absolutely. And bro. then it in turn makes the whole scene better. It's like a little It makes scene. you dude. Yeah. That was absolutely amazing. Dude, I just feel like I had a 101 course with you on acting, oh, dude. Look at that. I seriously appreciate that. But since we're talking about acting and all that stuff, I need you to act a little bit. And now look, everybody, he's not even mad that I missed out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> F you. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, check this out. So we're going to start the podcast. Well, okay. we already started it. I'm keeping yeah. all that in, bro. Beautiful. Keeping Beautiful. it all in. I love it. I need you to act Except right the part now. Where I'm a slacker. <laughs> Just kidding. Cut <laughs> that out. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. It's funny. All right. Check this out. So yeah. I tell all my guests okay. to start the podcast and act as if, it, as, as if it's your podcast. You're running the show. Your podcast is called Better right. Together. If you were to start the podcast, how would you do it? What would be your intro? Go for it. I'm not even going to say anything. Hi, everybody. But I will judge you. But I will judge you from one to ten Sebastians. Okay? Great. So we'll see. Go what for it. Sebastian earned me yeah. in the real world. <laughs> I don't know. Great. Hi, everybody. My name is Christian CV, and this is my podcast, Better Together. Today, we are starting with a very, very fun guest. It is Sebastian. Sebastian, I'm so glad you were able to join us today. Dang! That's pretty, that's pretty like, Thank soothing. You. Thank you. You right? have a soothing voice. Thank you very much. I Thank like you. that. It's, it's deep. It's got some nice tom. I'd give it a seven to eight, Sebastian. I will take that. <laughs> I'll accept that. I like that. That's a, that, you know, that's good. Dude, that's perfect, just bro. Just slightly above average. It's All right. I have a bunch of things I want to talk about. Great. First off, okay, so we already talked about acting, and I want to keep on talking about and that. And I have a bunch of things I'd like to talk what? about. What? Today, wait, it's wait, my wait. podcast. <laughs> Sebastian, this is a really beautiful studio. You <laughs> Thank you. I'm not good with words of affirmation, so you could shut up. Just kidding. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's- But okay. it is really nice. No, I, I really it. do appreciate Sebast it. Sebastian's house is designed beautifully. No, like, it's not. It's yes. like a five-year-old little boy yes. lives in I there. I walked in here, and it's like, it's just not a ton of space, but it's organized so beautifully that it looks much, like though. this really massive place. <laughs> Thanks, man. So I want to talk about something real, like real quick first. Mm -hmm. Bro, why don't we have a YouTube channel? Like you're so charismatic. You're like, yes. you show up on so many things yes. on so many of my friends' videos. Yeah. And I tried to look up information about you on YouTube and I can't find, well, I do find you on YouTube, yeah. but I don't find your own channel talking about your own yep. passions. So yep. to really get to know you, I've had to have this podcast show up because I don't, you know, the thing is we show up at parties, we see yeah. each other, we say, Hey, yeah. what's up? But we have so many friends that we end up talking to other people yep. and we, we do true. our own things or whatever. But to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you, I was really excited about this because I, I think the only time we've had a one-on-one -on -one conversation that spanned longer than like two minutes yeah. was when, where were we driving back from? Uh, so that's what I want to mention. Actually. Yeah, there we go. Cause that was the most, it was very, a very memorable conversation with Aww. me. One, because you were very open and I think it's very hard for people in Los Angeles to, to get open with others and fully agree with and that. really just be vulnerable mm -hmm. and talk about what they're passionate about. And you did an amazing job at that. So we were at Corey's that was, it was literally maybe like a week after Corey passed away. Yeah. And uh, we went to, it was at the viewpoint, right? Yeah. The viewpoint yeah. where we, uh, we put the balloons out and all mm -hmm. that stuff. 
And then I got into Bobby's car. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but this, I think this is kind of a sad story. It's real. No, it's a real good story. <laughs> but basically what happened was Bob was kind of freaked out. This was happening during the pandemic. Yeah. So yep. I get it. Like, I understand why he was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were all leaving, and I so I came to the to that w w the viewpoint, yeah, with Kian and Ayla, yep. And then I hadn't seen Bobby in forever, so I was like, oh, I want to spend time with Bobby and yeah. drive back to the C four house and see how he's doing. So I jump in his car, and everyone else left. And so for about twenty to thirty minutes of the ride with Bobby, his face, he literally has a shirt like this with a mask on. He has his shirt over his nose with the mask on <laughs> and he's effing pissed off at me. He's literally like, dude, I can't believe you're in my car right now. How dare you, bro? Dude, you do not know. Do you not know what's happening right now? Do you not know that this pandemic is happening right now? Dude, he was going to light. I was so scared to the I, point yeah. that yeah. I started calling everybody in my <laughs> phone. I was like, hey, how far are you from me? How far are you from me? And, I, and you guys, you're in the yep. car in front yep. of us. You were with who? I don't even remember. I think you were with like Neza. Oh. You were with Neza for sure. Yeah. Maybe it was Neza and Crawford. Whoever it was, dude. I remember calling Neza and just yep. being like, Neza, are you in front of us? And she was like, yeah. I was like, once we get to red light, once we get, before we get onto the highway, can you please, please, please let me in the car? I, re I remember. That was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard because I just hear like the phone call. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then hangs up. So, someone in the car was like, what's happening? And she goes, um, Seb is jumping in our car. Bobby doesn't want Sebastian in the <laughs> car. So he's just going to come and sit with us. Everybody cool with that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude. And then oh, Bobby. literally <laughs> I remember getting out. I was like, I'm so sorry, Bobby. And I <laughs> jump into your car and I'm like talking yep. to you. And, but that was such a great opportunity to get to know you because uh, one of my favorite things about being in cars is that you can, I love that little glance <laughs> in the camera. Um, one of my favorite things about being in cars and road trips is that you're stuck with the people in your car and yeah, you have nothing. Boy, else was to do. I stuck with Sebastian. <laughs> F you! <laughs> F you, dude! No, just kidding. Sorry to all my headphone users. Um, <laughs> but it was so good to get to finally know you and hear about your passions. And you're so easy to talk to, bro. Thanks, man. You're so incredibly easy Thank to talk you. to that. Uh, it was just awesome to get to hear your story and everything that you have to say. So, bro, why don't you have a YouTube channel? Yeah, that well, that was the question. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I've, I've answered this so many times on on really? stream and on stuff like that. Yeah, that it's it's like YouTube. If you really want to do it, and if you want to do it well, and if you want to grow in it well, mm -hmm. you have to be consistent at it you have to work hard at it you have to have a flow of ideas that mm -hmm. you you want to do or else you you end up on this spurt of like i'm going to post you know one, once every week and then you post once every week for like six weeks and then it's like oh now i don't have any ideas now i'm going to go do this and this and this and then you lose mm -hmm. track of it and so if you really want to do youtube you have to commit a hundred percent to it mm -hmm. and the thing with me is i like i i I'm a charismatic person and I create content um, with my friends and I go and do YouTube videos with my friends and stuff like yeah. that because I genuinely find a lot of fun in doing it. But looking at creating my own, it's not what I'm passionate about. Like wow. content creation is not my my above all passion. And if I did something like YouTube, it would be 
more for like fame or money or stuff like that. And that stuff doesn't really matter to me. What matters most to me is just pursuing what I'm passionate about. And Mm -hmm. so I would rather invest all of the time I have in the week into acting than into YouTube. And that I've started to do that a little more because I I had a nice little breakthrough about a month ago Mm -hmm. where I just realized I I wasn't getting cast in things. And I like I, I know I have the talent, but I'm like, what? What more can I do? And I kept saying, like, all my friends who are YouTubers, they, you know, the ones who actually work at it are working every week. And I'm like, I can't work every week because I'm not being cast in things. And then it kind of I kind of flipped out on his on its head. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I can work every week. And it's like I can work towards what I love and work toward a skill set that's useful. So now I do parkour, martial arts, tumbling, what the and F? acting coaching, just as like prep work. Really? So I've, I've busied myself in ways that are beneficial to acting because I tell myself like, I, I would love to be in a Marvel movie. I'd love to be Dude, in a DC yeah. movie. I'd love to be a superhero. I'd love to do an action movie. I'd love to do even, even a show like Stranger Things or Outer Banks or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Action is like, really big in the film industry right now even if it's in small spurts of like you're running down the street being chased by someone so i'm like okay if i'm gonna run down the street i want to do it right and i want to be able to jump over things and look cool and i want to look better for casting and that's why you're going to the gym exactly yeah in a way that like i don't i don't need a a stunt double to do it that is i can do it myself because you look like tom holland look at tom holland ripped out of his mind ripped out of his mind and so skillful in the way that he can tumble he can do parkour he can do stunts he so when they film it they can then film it with tom holland and then have a stunt double after him wow which creates like a much better set of scenes of action because of tom holland's skill so i look at that and i'm like oh i need to learn some skills dude yeah and so yeah that's what i've been doing dude that is so crazy because it takes a lot of self-discipline to really just say, hey, I'm surrounded by all these, like you were on Twin My Heart. That's what it's called, Twin My Heart. Twin My Heart, yeah. And you're also, you know, you're friends with Kian and JC. Mm-hmm. Your whole crowd of friends, the whole environment you're surrounded by is filled with a bunch of numbers, filled with a bunch of people that have high subscriber, like high subscriber numbers. And you could easily plug yourself in and just create a career out of yourself. Yeah. But for your but for you to just say, no, I'm actually not going to do this, dude, that is so respectable. Because Thank dude, you. that is I mean, you know how it is. Once you have one yeah. famous friend and then like you just start that other person gets yep. influenced by their other friends and there's nothing bad with it. Yeah, not at all. But like to be able to self-discipline and restrain yourself and say, no, this is what my passion is. This is what my goal is. That is incredible, bro. So with that being said, why why acting? Why do you like it so much? Um, it, 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 like what got you into it? Yeah. It, it evolved over, over many years Yeah, starting with a young Christian. And I think it was like, I want to say I was like eight years old, maybe nine, just very, very young. Um, my mom put me, it was, it was, I was homeschooled as a kid. And then at some point I went to like a, like a home, like in between homeschool and real school kind of thing where it was like mm-hmm. two days a week I would go to school. Whoa. And then homeschool the rest of the days. Whoa. And one of the things at this like in between school was a theater class. 
So I was like, so my mom put me in it and I was like, oh, that'll be fun. And then I played a pig. <laughs> I, I so played really sorry. I didn't it, okay. laugh. No, 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 no. I, I would laugh too. Con- context, context. <laughs> yeah. It was the play was called Trial of the Big Bad Wolf. Okay. So it was all the fairy tale yeah. people have like primarily the court. three little pigs Heary, Heary. are in court. Yeah. Doing a trial of the pigs versus the big bad wolf. <laughs> I've never it's heard of this. So, it's so absurd. And yeah. I don't remember any of the <laughs> plot line, but I just remember I memorized all my lines with my mom. Yeah. I had like a good set of lines because I was, I was, one <laughs> which pig were you? Were you the smart one or the dumb one? I was, I was the pig, I believe, that made his house out of straw. Oh, I, dude, I was, so you're the first dumb I one. I was the dumb, <laughs> I was the dumbest of the pigs. Yeah. Um, but I had this, I had this speech where I like put Cinderella on the stand yeah. and started asking like, you know, why, why did you run away from the ball? Why'd you leave your <laughs> prince in the loan? Why'd you do this? Why'd you do this? Why? Why? And I had this like, dude, I ate up the scenery. Let's it was go. literally like, why? Why? <laughs> Got a standing ovation. I was nine years old. I was no like, no way. Yeah. This is like, this is what I, I want. I did this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I sat down. Never did theater again. That's what, but um, that's what you said. I can imagine you at eight year, eight years old, nine years old, saying, "I did this." Like that's what I can imagine. Except I was raised in a Christian home, so cussing <laughs> was illegal. No, you're um, chilling, bro. But, but so it, that was eight, and then I stopped doing it until really? sophomore year of high school. It was my freshman year. I was looking at the list of classes, okay, and I saw theater, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. I remembered when I did that play <laughs> back way back when I yeah. had that moment. Easy A. <laughs> That's literally what I thought. And yeah. so I signed up for the theater class, started doing the class. The the teacher, her name was Miss Stevenson at the time, and now it's Miss Rich because Mrs. Rich, because she got married. Oh, nice. Good for her. Um, but she was like, Christian, yeah. audition for the play. And it was Lord of the Flies. And I was like, Miss Stevenson? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why? And then every day. Wait, she, why'd you say no, though? Because I, it was like, it was, it was, it was weird. What do you and mean? And that's why. <laughs> oh, so you jumped into it thinking I ju- like, oh. I jumped into it like this is going to be an easy A, but then I'll still be like one of the cool guys in high school. Yeah. And then she was like, Christian, do the freaking play. And I was like, no, it's weird. I yeah. don't want to do it. It's time consuming and weird. And that's not what I want to do. Yeah. And then finally, I was like literally in the class before auditions mm-hmm. and I was like screw it I'm gonna go do it because because oh there God. were a lot of like there were a lot of cool people in the theater department and I was yeah. like you know what I have fun in the class a lot of hot girls so probably too. Prob- yes <laughs> I was like there's a lot of cool people in the class I have yeah. a lot of fun doing it I'm not gonna let what other people think about it get in my way and I went and auditioned and I was like you know what she's been asking me to do it I'll probably get the part <laughs> and then I, I that confidence bro yes. I love it. but that's that's how it was and so I auditioned and I got the part and I was wow. one, of the, one of the twins in Lord of the Flies and it was like it was this whole new experience from the first time because now they supplied costumes for you and oh, I like damn. I was I was like all bloody and muddy and got to run out on stage shirtless with ripped up pants and a spear and stuff like that. And I was like, this is fucking cool, dude. Let's go. And then at the end you get the whole applause. bro. And then, you know, the next year they did a musical and it was Fiddler on the Roof. And I auditioned for that and yeah. I was cast as model the tailor. And I had my own solo song. And Let's I go. can't sing at 
all really i can't sing do you have clips like, of you like in those shows oh yeah no? oh yeah are you if you would ever how much money would it cost for someone to pay for that and put it out on youtube zero really i'll own it let's go <laughs> show it right now here's an extra clip right here right there everybody <laughs> that's crazy dude no but i like i i loved in high school i i just loved the like Mm -hmm. the the adrenaline from yeah. from like learning all the lines from getting on stage from like stepping out of yourself and giving a performance and of all of that course, and that I loved it in high school and it was like this is so much fun I love doing this there's nothing I'm happier doing than when I'm out on stage doing it then you come in and you have the whole cast and you're like yeah we we went out and we did we that. did it dude and then um so I continued to pursue it in college and in college it just like the first actual acting class I had just so deepened my like yeah my love for it because it became not about like the the crowd and the stage and mm -hmm. stuff like that but it became like becoming a different character mm -hmm. empathizing with the character you're playing mm -hmm. and then empathizing with the person opposite of you as the person that you're playing Dang, so it's dude. just this full set of empathy Dang. and uh, like Acting, I think, is the most empathetic art form ever because yeah. ev everything in it involves empathy. If you're acting in it, you are empathizing with your character. You're empathizing with your scene partner. If you're watching it, you're empathizing with the people who are empathizing with the people in it. Wow. So it's just this whole thing of empathy. And then what it, it, ju it just started to become a, a much deeper love for me as the material that I was working with got a lot wow. deeper too. Um, I played some nasty roles. Let's go. I played some nasty roles. I played a racist. I played an no abusive way. husband. I played. Um, I played a, a kid who comes back from the war and is just the most toxic, masculine, like there's only one gender kind of person mm -hmm. ever. And it's roles like that you have to empathize with, and you have to like play a racist like yeah like, i'm a racist it, like, like and yeah it. you have to be it and you have to like in that character's mindset be like these people make me look bad because they take this from me and take this from wow, me and take this from bro. me and it's obviously a fucked up mindset That's heavy. but you have to believe it to play the character because the story isn't correctly told unless you fully believe it wow bro and so if you're a racist you have to be a racist to tell the story of racism there was there during during the the play um where I, I played a racist character literally in the front row one night was a black family and i had to get in the center of the stage and be like you guys walk around saying n-word this and n-word that and i can't even make a joke about fucking dick wow and it's like it's it's that heated yeah in these things and i like look down and see the family crying but then i have to finish the show yeah and then that same family afterwards came up and they said thank you for your work wow because you know in my belief it's sharing that story it's and you, if you look if you look at um if you look at something like uh um get out mm -hmm. all of those people say fucked up things mm-hmm but they have to in order for that full story to be told. Yeah. And they have to do it very honestly and very truly or else it becomes a caricature of that person 
and people don't buy it. Yeah. And so they don't empathize with it. There's so many times in movies where I have to tell myself this person is playing a part and I don't actually hate the person. Yeah. There's so many moments like but that. When you, but when you hate a character, it's you hate what you're, they're doing. And you're succeeding as an actor. Exactly. And then it makes you go home and think about like, well, have I ever done that? Yeah. Because especially in... So I, I was in this play called Clybourne Park. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, it hits and misses. It was, it was written by a white playwright about the black experience, which I don't fully agree with. Mm-hmm. But um, it does have some moments that hit and it does have some moments where it misses as a lot of plays do yeah but i think some of the moments that really hit were just like the the just small bits of racism throughout it like Mm -hmm. the like the white pregnant girl who goes well i'm friends with some black people Mm -hmm. and it's like that's racist (laughs) but but in this grand scheme where you see like different levels of racism yeah anybody in the audience goes home and they think about it Mm -hmm. and then maybe three of those people go home like with a new perspective. Oh oh shit. I say those things. And now they have a new perspective on it. And so to, to make somebody empathize with a character who's disgusting Mm -hmm. then makes, makes people think it's uh it's so cool that you mentioned that because uh, one of the one time I had an experience like that Mm -hmm. where I empathized with a character that I'm not supposed to like was the Joker. Yeah. I left leaving the Joker being like what he did was absolutely wrong, but I understand his point of view. Yep. And I have, and it was was like, it felt wrong to have empathy, but I was just like, but I understand like you, like when you see his whole life. Yeah. Go for it. No, 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 no. You go for it. Okay. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, because when you watch it and you understand like this is, you, you get like, this is why he's doing those things. And then you start to look at all the side characters that brought him to do those things. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my, you get this full story of like, why this man is so crazy. Yeah, and you absolutely. Feel, and you feel bad for him. And then you, you don't necessarily hate him. Mm-hmm. You just hate the people in his life who made him that way. Yeah. And the story that, yeah, dude. And dude, I just want to mention, it is so cool to hear how like this perspective of acting, because even from the very beginning, one of the things I wanted to mention to you was, um, I think going back to the, even the topic of masculinity Mm -hmm. and how when you're in middle school or even in high school, people tend to, like I remember, and I'm gonna say this right now and be straight up. I remember people in my high school, I went to an all guys high school, and the people that were in theater, the jocks, and, and that's including like most yeah. of the school, about 80% of the school, because it was an all guy school, would make fun of the kids, the 20% of the kids or 10% of mm-hmm. the kids that are in theater. And they would say, hey, these kids are gay. Yep. These kids are, you know, the yeah. F word and all that stuff. Yeah. And there's a part of me where I wish I was strong enough to to want to try that. Because, in, I, dude, I swear to you, I had the same exact experience. I went to summer camp. Yep. I was invited to do a theater class. Had the best time of my life. Yeah. Enjoyed it. It's so much fun. But then I had this narrative told to me or this narrative that I was seen being played by younger kids, middle schoolers and Mm -hmm. high schoolers who are like, oh, if you do that, you're effing loser. If you do this, you're, you know, they're playing, they're telling the story as if you're losing your masculinity by doing that. And so it's, dude, mad props. But then, but then the thing is, Look at, look at fucking actors, dumbasses. 
You think you think you think Chris Hemsworth has lost his masculinity? Not at all. Rock has last lost his masculinity. No, dude. Like, come on. Just like theater, I think gets a very hard push just mm-hmm. because there's musicals in theater. Yeah. And and musicals are fun, but there's also plays in theater. And also musicals require a lot of acting. Yeah. There's like there's, absolutely there's musicals that are like they will blow you away mm-hmm. with the acting prowess it takes to mm-hmm. do a musical. Freaking, so good. freaking Chris Evans did musicals. You want to look me in the eyes and tell me Chris <laughs> Evans isn't masculine? Dude, he's Captain America. He's Captain freaking America. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. And even bro. if he's not fully masculine, who the hell cares? Yeah, bro. Like, dude, Evan, preach to the choir, bro. Preach to I the choir. Know, but no, if I was, if I was to like choose like this is what I want to be casted yeah. right now. And if I could start working tomorrow, yeah. I would so badly want to play an abusive boyfriend. Really? Yes. Why? I love playing parts like that. I love it because I feel like I'm making a difference by playing parts like that. Wow. Man. And I like, of course, I'd love to be in a show like Never Have I Ever in yeah. a show like Outer Banks and stuff like that, because those are very fun stories to tell. They're entertaining. Um, They're energetic. Yeah. Uh, and like characters like Rafe in Outer Banks, that's a that's a huge story to tell, which is like really fun to watch. But I, like my, I I I know so many friends who have been in abusive relationships, whether it's like physical, mental, emotional. or emotional, and they're just kept in this bubble. That it's like that's the story I want to tell because I, and I want to do it honestly because if you play an honest abuser, which is someone who like is just completely nasty to the other person, but like is so sly and slimy that they, they Mm -hmm. keep them and they're like a poison to that person. Mm -hmm. You do that. And maybe someone who's in an abusive relationship watches it and is like, their eyes are opened. They're like, that's, that's my boyfriend. Wow. And then they start to make moves to get out of that situation. And you can only accomplish that if you play it. Honestly wow, and truly, bro. dude, this is, dude, this is so good. I'm learning so much from this, bro. Now I have yes. a second question. Okay, I need a dude. This is so good, bro. I I have a, I have a second question. It's obviously about acting. Mm-hmm. I need to know because, dude. So I watched a couple of episodes of Twin My Heart. Ooh, and I need to know: is this stuff real or is it like? Can you talk about this? Yeah, no, can. you can. Okay. Yeah. I have a question here because I literally was watching the episode <laughs> and I was like, is this real or no? But when Brandon shuts a door and like runs out, his name is Brandon, right? Yep. When he shuts a door, is that like, is that real? Like yeah. you, that's real stuff. Yeah. Dude, that's real stuff. Yep. How real is like real? Like I, that's a reality I, show, see, right? I, I can't, I can't talk yeah. about shows like um, the bachelor and bachelorette and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Cause I've never been on that set and how, I don't know how they work. Yeah. But like twin my heart and what I gather from that, a lot of the uh, reality shows on awesomeness TV mm-hmm. work. And I, even on the reality house with Kean and JC, they work under the guise of like, we're going to make it as real as possible. Wow. And so the producers will of course set up situations based on what's happening in the house, but every reaction and everything that's happening is real. Oh my gosh. And not bro. scripted at all. So I, what I imagine happening is 
I planned that whole date for Vanessa where I took her to the roof and had all the stuffed animals mm -hmm. and stuff. Like Which that. was incredible. Thank you. I took some notes. Thank you. And that <laughs> I and I, I planned that with the producers to make sure we had time with it. Like I yeah. texted them and I said, hey, this is what I want to do. I can go to Walmart right now, get all these stuffed animals, yeah. get the lights, get all this. If we have time, can I set this up and do this? And they were like, absolutely, you can. Wow. And then like probably maybe they were like hey brandon just go upstairs and walk in there yeah and then he walks in and anything he does from then on is completely on him and is completely his reaction that is, i don't know how your mental state is in those type of shows like bro that is horrific <laughs> really it's horrific dude it's are you on the edge are you like do you feel like you're stepping on eggshells when you're doing shows always, like that always uh, because because one you have you know the outside gaze it's like people are going to be watching this <laughs> so you don't know and it's like like especially in twin my heart yeah it, it's like it took me a few episodes before i started talking shit on other people <laughs> let's go um, just because i was like i, I don't want to be the guy that comes in here and talks a whole bunch of shit and then everybody doesn't like me yeah and like you want to be rooted yeah for by it. episode three i was like oh, fuck it i don't like this guy <laughs> <laughs> brandon fuck off yeah. um, stuff you're like just that. so tired bro yeah you must be so tired because like yeah. but it's you do have you, the, do you know people sorry i oh you're good you're no good. i would do you know what it's your podcast no that's my no 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 it's your podcast talk i'm gonna cry no, I actually just want to know, do you know people are rooting for you as you're shooting these episodes or did you not know? No. Really? No. I uh, And it's funny because I heard afterwards um, <laughs> that the director like cast me and was like, yeah, this guy will be out by like episode three. <laughs> hey, are you, bro? Yeah. And like, of course they don't tell you that. Yeah. Um, and of course they don't say it, but it was like, yeah, that's that's where I was at. And it was I think it was when Vanessa and I went on the solo date mm -hmm. that she was like, this guy's here to stay. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and and like, Let's you go. know, it's it's fun. For, that's my guy, bro. <laughs> that's my guy. It's fun for us. And I think it's fun for the producers, too, because day by day they get to see like who she more interested in and they get to kind of play and they get to puzzle and like they get to write the story of like okay well episode three and we already know it's going to be christian against brandon so yeah. let's just set up situations where the tension is there and stuff like that which is you know it's fun dang bro that is mm -hmm. so effing cool bro yeah. i dude this has been such a fun podcast to shoot and i just want to say thank you again for absolutely. just popping in absolutely i have one so okay i'm going to mention one thing okay hit me i need help with improv Okay, I want to take an improv class, and I feel like you're very good at improv. So I want to play. I want us to play an improv game right now. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> this is. So I I've I've never taken an improv class, so I'm gonna be really slow. I'm okay, gonna be very that's, slow. That's okay. I'm, I'm subpar at improv. No, I won't no, say I'm the best. No, no, no. But you'll be better for sure. You'll we'll be better. See. We'll see. This is this is. I'm with zero okay. classes of improv. Great. You have acting. You've probably practiced improv without even knowing it. Yep. Okay, I want to play a scenario. So okay. uh, have you ever heard of this improv game where you kind of have to have a story keep on going, mm -hmm. but uh, your sentences has to start with the next letter of the alphabet. So I'll start my sentence with the letter A, mm. and you start your sentence with the letter B, and then I'll go to C, D, E, F. But 
I'm going to give us a scenario. And I don't know if this is going to go well or not. I'm scared, dude. Hey, me too. I'm scared. No, hey, But we're in it together, no, okay? We got you, it. No, because you mentioned, you just mentioned, you're like, oh, I like to throw people off. And mm-hmm. like in acting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the F is going to happen. Great. I'm very nervous. I'm Great. very scared, but I want to play this game because I need practice. I'm nervous and scared too. Because I'm way. like the least funny out of the friend group. So I need to learn how to be funny. Okay. So the scenario is we showed up at the wrong funeral. So Great. both of us are together. We're walking into this funeral and we're, we're there. We're like standing there. And all of a sudden we realize, oh my gosh, we're at the wrong funeral. Nice. You start with the little letter A, and then I go to B, you go to C, I go to D, I go to E, F. Okay, ready? Ah, I don't know if I can do this. This is scary. Oh my gosh. Okay, ready? We're at the wrong funeral. I don't know if I can do this. I'm scared. All right, go. Go, go. Ah. <laughs> this is not Wendy's. <laughs> Boy. You better not tell me that we are at the wrong place right now. We better not be telling me that we're we're not that we're supposed to be at Wendy's. Can't help you on this one, buddy. We have uh, we have lost it here, dude. Where are we? I thought we were supposed to be at uh, Jacqueline's funeral. <laughs> Jacqueline's funeral. I thought I was trying to get a spicy chicken go wrap. For real, bro? Dude, we're Jacqueline just passed away three days ago, and you're talking about Wendy's right now. Hungry. I'm really freaking hungry. <laughs> Irresponsible. That's what you are, dude. I can't believe. That you're thinking about food while Jacqueline's family is crying in front of us. Jacqueline! Oh, Jack! Oh my God! Jacqueline's funeral, isn't that today? Kazoom tight! <laughs> sorry, there's someone sneezed, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, are you kidding? Are you kidding me, bro? Dude, Jacqueline was your best friend. How could you forget? Legit, bro. I'm so high right now. I see. Oh my God. Well, we're here, right? This is. This is. Mm-hmm. This is a funeral. Molly? You're on Molly, I'm guessing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Weed, man. This is, oh, okay. We're okay. here, though, right? This I mean, this looks like a funeral. It's definitely not a Wendy's. This is, this is a funeral. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yes, 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 yes. But let's let's give Jacqueline's family some some reverence. Perfect, yeah. Um Where's Petunia? Jacqueline's mom, Petunia? Where is she? Questionable. Very questionable. This is this is this is intense, dude. Where really where are we gonna find her mom? Dude? Really questionable here. Um wouldn't you think if we were at her funeral, her mom would be right here? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to think of a little. Strike me down, Lord, if I don't know where her mom is right now, Lord. Strike me down right now. I can't believe I'm here at this funeral right now. Tom, I think we're at the wrong funeral. What comes after T, dude? I'm freaking out. You. You? Oh, is it? Are you sure? Is it you? 
don't know. I don't know. Wait, hold up. Let me think. This is hard. The only word I have with you is umbrella. I can't think of it. I give up. I can't do this. Uh. Oh my gosh, bro. This is so dumb. Did I say that? Did I even say that? Did I say uh without even realizing? No. Uh, Dan, we already failed at it. Damn. What do you think of that? It was going well for a minute. It Dude, was going well. you were throwing me some curveballs there, bro. That's what I do. Dude, that was effing good, bro. Oh my uh. God. Dude, that was effing fun, bro. Um, Dude. I don't know what else to say, except it's just been so awesome to have gotten to know you. And it gives me more excitement to be able to see another friend at a party and be like, oh, I know Christian. Well, I, I know you more, a little bit yeah, more, where there's bit, more familiar familiarity. I don't know if I could say. I keep thinking we need to do more things as a friend group where we go out to things that Absolutely. aren't parties. Yeah, like, I want to do more kickball days and sports days and stuff like that and things. Bro, that, like I, I feel like I feel like we've been we've been partying a lot, mm -hmm. and I wanted I want to do more like let's go out and adventure, road trip, dude, ball, sports, like things. Yes, that we can do during the day. Yeah, to bring us a little closer together, dude. Like activities, yeah. whether it's going to the movies. Or yeah. it's uh, going to imagine everyone going to Disney together. Ooh, that would be so much fun. Fire, dude, so much fun. Universal Six yep. Flags, yep. going to Six Flags. Yep. We used to, we went to Six Flags like three times before. Oh, because you guys had the passes, yeah, right? and it was so freaking fun, dude. I don't know why people don't. And do the passes this. aren't even that expensive. Like, let's all just get passes and go to let's, Six Flags. And let's, get let's, get let's get the passes. Let's get the passes. Get the passes. Let's get the passes. <laughs> no, bro. It's been awesome, bro. Thank you so much for showing up on the podcast. Absolutely. Is there bro. anything you want to share or any of that stuff? Actually, I have one last thing before oh. we end. Oh, Lord. Okay. I want to test your movie knowledge. Oof. I want to test your movie knowledge. One second. Oof. Do you think, have you watched enough movies or no? I watch a, I watch a lot of contemporary movies. I watch a lot of movies that have been made from like 2018 to 2021. That's his excuse for saying that he's going to lose. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't, because a lot of people know like all of the classics, and I, I don't know all of the classics. I think you do. I think you can get. I might. This easy. I, I might. We'll see. Okay, ready? We'll see. Okay, I'm ready. Here we this go. This is the. the this is to know. This is to know if Christian really loves acting. Yikes. If he fails this, Yikes. he's got to. Screw my passionate conversation <laughs> about acting. If I don't know about movies, I don't know shit. <laughs> Grotowski, Stanislavski, Linklater. Dude, I think you're going to get this. I think you're going to get this, bro. Ready? Suzuki viewpoints all out the window. If I don't know this, I don't know acting. If you don't pass Sebastian's movie quiz, dude, that's, I think out this is a pinnacle. Out the bro, there's like, there's like, Meisner, there's like Spielberg. There's Spielberg. <laughs> okay. There's, you know, Quentin Tarantino okay. that everyone wants to work with. Yeah. But if you don't pass my quiz, it's all over. Right. Like that's Great. when you know and you're I not supposed do to be an actor. I still do A24. I love A24. Yeah. If, dude, even A24, they know that you have to take this quiz before really being taken seriously in the industry. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bro, here we go. Okay. This is the first question. Mm. This is movie questions. Are you ready? Yikes. Alrighty, this is the first question. Question number one. The quote, in space, no one can hear you scream, is the famous tagline from which movie? A, 
The Martian, B, Alien, C, Pitch Black. <laughs> I'm I got go it. With B. Oh shoot! You, were, you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Correct. 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 <laughs> yeah, we did it. Oh, you know I've never seen that movie, but I know the plot. Yeah. And that's enough to be like, oh, it's B. The crowd goes wild, bro. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's get serious again. I question? Know it wasn't the Martians. So it's just a 50 50 with a flip of the coin on that dude, one. That you're, Second question. Here we go. Dude, you did good, bro. Okay. Question number two. Here we go. We're talking about plays here, Broadway, mm. musicals. Mm. So I hope you know this. Here we go. In Mamma Mia, how many fathers does Sophie have? Three. Wow. Are you three. sure? Yeah. It might be two. It's three. Are you sure? I didn't think it's two. Don't test me on Mamma Mia, bro. I know my Mamma Mia. I'm, the, I'm the dancing queen up in this bitch. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Question number three. Here we go. You're two for two. I'm two bro. for two right now, you know. You're two for two, bro. Hey, A24, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Dude, A24 is watching this right now. A24 is like, dude, if Christian gets... You're that big? Congrats. Thank man. you very much. I appreciate it. Exploding. <laughs> Thanks, proud of you. Man. Okay. Question number three. What's the first dinosaur seen by visitors in Jurassic Park? Is it A, Brachiosaur, Brach, Brach, uh, Brachiosaurus? Is that how you say it? Brachiosaurus? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Brachiosaurus. It's a Brachiosaurus. Yeah, it's Brachiosaurus. Um, a Brachiosaurus. Dude, F that name. The, the long dinosaur, the neck with, with the long neck. The dinosaur with the long neck. B T Rex. C Velociraptor. What's the first dinosaur they see? I'm going to go with A Brachiosaurus. <laughs> Are you sure, bro? <laughs> yeah, I am. Are you sure, dude? You could be wrong, bro. Yes. I'm giving you a second chance. I'm going to go over this again. <laughs> a, Brachiosaurus. I just got C, Pterodactyl. C, just go C, with Velociraptor. Just go with C, Velociraptor. You're wrong. You're wrong. What was it? It was your gut instinct. No way. Yeah, it was. Screw a you. <laughs> Screw you for throwing me off. That's off. not my fault. It was a Brachiosaurus. Dude, you should know your movies. A24, keep note. <laughs> Take notes on this A24. Okay, ready? Damn it. You're two for three. Two for three. Okay. <laughs> two and a half. Question number four. Mm. What does Neo first take to leave the Matrix? A, the red pill. B, a phone call. C, the blue pill. Is that a trick question? No. Because he takes a red pill, but he also gets a phone call. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's not fair. Paramount, Sony, if you're watching. That's not freaking fair. Yes, I, know it the, is. I know the goddamn movie he takes a red no, What is it? Red pill. Hey. Are you sure? Yes. Congratulations. Woo! Four for four. I mean, three for four. <laughs> three for four. Three and a half. Three and a half or four. Okay. Okay. Last question. Oof. This question, this is the this is the one. This is 
This, this if, you don't, if you don't know this okay. one. Okay. Dude. <laughs> in the in the YouTube series Prom Night, does Chris Knight actually end up with the girl? <laughs> How'd yes you know? or no? How'd you know, dude? Okay. Question number five. What's the name of the necklace in Titanic? Is it A, the heart of the ocean? B, the diamond of the sea? Or C, the jewel of the night? A, the heart of the ocean. Are you, dude? Yes. Don't throw me You don't want to make the it's same It's the heart mistake. of the ocean. It's the heart of dude, the Dude, Paramount's watching. It's the heart of the ocean. Disney. It's the heart of the ocean. Disney's watching. The heart of the ocean. Don't you have made it in me again. You've made it in Hollywood, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. thank you. I will be sending this over to A24. Uh, honestly, Parker. for this Oscar, I'd like to thank my high school theater teacher, Katie Rich. Thank you very much. Katie Rich, we love um, you. Rich Brown, uh, Jim Lortz. I'd like to thank you as well. Thank you wow. for everything you did for me in the acting world. Evan Mueller, I love you. Uh, what a beautiful, beautiful time in school. To my... What? The music starts playing because oh. they want to cut off. Um, to my manager, speech. Michael. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mike, as well. All right. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching. But, dude, it has been so awesome having you on the podcast. It was a pleasure, man. It Seriously, just getting to hear your story, getting to learn uh, more about acting. Only a and all year later, stuff. we finally made it happen. Dude, yeah. Your fault, not my fault. Okay, that's not hey, a good ending. <laughs> thank you. Why don't we make CIS? <laughs> all right, bro. I love you, dude. Thank you so much. You're the best. I Anything you that too. you have out that you want to mention that you want to put uh, in the links, that I, I should put in the links in the description. No. no, no, no. All right, then just follow him on Instagram. His link will be down below. Follow him. Ooh. He has a lot of fun stories. I don't have a YouTube, and we know why now. Yeah, now we know. <laughs> now we know why. All right, guys. Thank you. Shout out to Christian and uh, bro. You're the best. Thanks, man. Wow. Oh,